Hi, welcome to MC Podcast number 26. This is a kind of a special podcast today. Uh, in, in studio, I have Scott Harris, National Sales Manager. I have Andrew Crabtree. Uh, the uh, hello, the um, hello. I guess you're the, the marketing director of marketing, and, and so we're gonna we're gonna just kind of wrap up a little bit of World Dairy Expo and our experience there, and kind of uh, everything that, that kind of happened there. Uh, Andrew, for for you guys, World Dairy Expo was really special this year. Yeah, this was. I mean, I've been probably going to World Dairy Expo for probably ten years, give or take. Um, as a commercial exhibitor, this was the first year that I was there as a, a technically a media member. Okay. Uh, so anybody that follows our content very closely knows that we've been creating vlogs on our YouTube channel um, for the past year, dating back to World Dairy Expo 2016. Okay, I, I have a question, and, and this is kind of a, a serious diversion of a question. Sure. Okay, so so what what actually constitutes a vlog? So a vlog is broken down as a video blog okay if you can believe right that. i understand so, that so vlogging anybody that watches a lot of youtube vlogging has kind of its own style right uh it's more narrated by um the filmer so to speak so even a lot of the times where our mc daily v- v- vlog we will call it a vlog it's not always what you would probably True strictly vlog. call yeah. a vlog because it's not actually being narrated by the by the okay. videographer it's you know more there's usually somebody you or kevin or scott or somebody that's more of the narrator right um, so v- vlog style, you know, I don't know that there's any true definition on it, or at least not one that I know, but it would be more, you know, that I'm holding the camera, I'm talking to the camera, narrating it as I'm as you're filming it. it. It's a little lower production style. It's, it's a little faster paced, um, you know, videos that are more or less tended to just be posted online. Okay. Okay. So I'll, I call them vlogs for lack of a better term, but you know, we're making, on YouTube, you know, for the last year, we've been making these, you know, five to seven, eight minute videos that we're, for lack of a better term, calling vlogs. Yeah. And it uh, sounds cooler than documentary. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right? Yes. Watch your language. <laughs> this is a family program, Scott Harris. <laughs> Could have been worse. You can't say that. I, I had other ones in my head that I was going to try to work through, but none of hey, them seemed to. You should have went with some of those. No, no. <laughs> no? No? Okay. Didn't work. Uh, so, so actually, it was really cool because last year at World Dairy Expo in 2016, it was the 50th anniversary of World Dairy Expo, so we decided to start, doc- we documented each day that we were there. Um, and we just, you know, it was the first time we'd ever done anything like that, and then when we go back and we watch a year ago to now, I mean, it's, it's funny how, how much our ability to tell a story has evolved. But So it marked the one year of us creating this video content online. So we, we actually worked through World Dairy Expo in an official capacity to make vlogs this year for the show. Um, while we were doing that, we were still making vlogs for our own channel. So uh, we took the, the whole marketing team up. We went up and we, we started um, documenting the process of setup day all the way through the Supreme Champion ceremony that, that ends the show at 5 o'clock on Saturday. So it made for a very full week. We made nine videos in six days. Uh, I think I figured it up, and we were averaging around 19-hour workdays um, because you're when you're turning around a video like that, you're spending the whole day filming, and then as soon as the show's over, you're in the hotel, uh, 
editing. Yeah, so. yeah, and, and and it's not just oh, let's just cut this out and get this. It's it's a seven hour it, edit. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a long thing, and and so it, the the hotel room cracked me up when I walked in. <laughs> Because yeah. they, they had this, they had this whole setup where they had moved the desk out from the wall, and they pulled a drawer out and put it on top, and had monitors up, and and, and, and the Gideon's and, Bible was supporting the the drawer because it was. So a are you trying to say that these were built on the Word of God? Is that I what mean, you're trying to basically? In the most technical sense, yes. Literally, it was literally guys, built guys. on the Word. We, we digress. We we did we did. Uh, so so yeah, we had we had two 27 inch monitors uh, on a little bitty desk with keyboards and laptops, and it was. Maybe not the most comfortable work station that I've ever been a part of, but um, we had one guy that was editing the World Dairy Expo on one side, and then the other guy was editing the uh, the Master's Choice vlog that went up on our own channel. So um, we, we you might call us overachievers, but we decided that nah, <laughs> not generally, not generally. Not the, no. Not the, no, no, okay. Not I mean, you had a hard, you had a hard week's work. Sure, let's okay. go with that. Let's, yeah, go, with that. let's uh, go with that. You, we you decided did a lot of work in one week. We we could <laughs> have posted the World Dairy Expo official vlogs that we did for the show on our own channel and just used that content twice. Uh, but we figured that if somebody was watching their content and being referred to our channel, we wanted to give them some more special behind the scenes. Right. We didn't want to just regurgitate the same content that they'd already seen. Definitely. Uh, so we the, the the vlogs on our own channel took a lot more of a <laughs> behind the scenes approach. You know, we, what went into making the vlogs, parts of the show, and you know that process of making the vlogs that people don't usually get to see. So, um, I you know, super secret hallway. I don't want to give anything away. Go to the go to the YouTube channel. But uh, just seeing lots of parts of the show in the grounds that I had never seen as as a commercial exhibitor before. Definitely, definitely. In 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 your guys. Your your team was great, and so you said that the marketing team was up there uh, almost all week. You you were up there half a week. Jonah was up there half a week. The rest of the marketing team was up there up full there week. all week. So um, so the kind of the handoff between you and Jonah was 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 pretty was pretty seamless though. Yeah, I, I feel like it was. Um, you know, like you said, Kyle and Aaron were there the whole week, so they had kind of they kept everything grounded. Um, but I think that me me and Jonah did a good job of adding value while we were there, and I think we definitely learned that to, to produce uh, projects on that scale that we need the whole team there all week. So there will be no baton passing next year. There will just be everybody will be there all week. Yeah, um, and, and y'all, y'all, I mean, y'all, y'all did good. Y'all did. Y'all worked hard. There were many times that, that it, at night we went out and, and uh, we would go out to eat at a nice place, and y'all were like, well, we'll just order pizza and sit <laughs> in our hotel room. And, and, and not to be martyrs. I mean, it was just, like I said, it's a – a seven-hour, yeah, seven-hour oh, yeah. editing process. Oh, yeah. So if we go out to eat, that's just a couple hours that later we're going to bed. Exactly. No, um, I, I get that. I get that. So, but yeah, it was it was just so much fun. I mean, it was literally probably the most fun I've ever had in my life on on a shoot. Um, just got to meet some really outstanding people. The people that run World Dairy Expo, um, and the people in the media department there, and the people that are just in management are really really great people. Fun to be around. They were excited to see the vlogs every morning. So when we brought them in to to post them they were all excited to see them and it was just a fun environment um constantly moving you know there's not enough there's not a lot of time to second guess what you're doing because you've literally just got to go out and shoot all day and then edit and then turn around a video and then you kind of like well I, i think it was good um but the results were really really good we were excited to kind of give them a a week or so after posting to kind of see where the final more or less uh view counts and things came out uh we ended up with a quarter million views between all the vlogs, between all the platforms they were wow. posted on. So between Facebook and YouTube on World Dairy Expo's platforms and ours, uh, we, we totaled up a quarter million views. And 
I don't know. I mean, several hundred shares. I want to say it was like you realize that's two hundred and twenty-five thousand people. Yeah, we two hundred fifty. Two hundred fifty thousand people. Yeah. Wow. Two hundred fifty thousand views. I just want to make sure we knew between... we were on the same page with what quarter million. I'm meant. not great yeah. at math. Oh, okay. And I went into marketing, am, so my math is, you know, I'm, I'm able to fudge my math skewed, a little bit. But skewed math. when you go to the platforms and add them up, we had uh, 250 awesome. 250,000 views across those videos. Um, we just, we just lots of fun stuff. I mean, I, like I said earlier, I, I had been a commercial exhibitor yeah. for a long time in the Master's Choice booth. And, you know, you kind of are in the exhibition hall and this is your space and you're not supposed to do a whole lot outside that space. You know, you kind of walk around and see other stuff. But um, I didn't realize the depth of you know the show outside of the commercial so what exhibition. was what was the you know the most you know and i don't necessarily want to say the most rewarding but the most surprising what was what was the the one thing that to you really sticks out in your mind about that whole 100 percent 100 percent ffa day the first day of the show the, <clears throat> the opening tuesday of the show is kind of unofficially deemed ffa day uh, that's the day that most FFA programs in the area, I mean, from a pretty wide radius, I think, bring their school buses and their FFA kids to the show. Um, one, there's a lot more stuff that the show does to engage those kids than I realized. Uh, from a commercial exhibitor standpoint, they walk by the booth, they take the pens, you know, and, and it's, it's it, and like, I don't mean this in a, you know, it's, it's going to sound uglier than I intend it, but from a commercial exhibitor standpoint, FFA day can be, you know, Vulture day. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. almost got a negative connotation yeah. to exhibitors because there's not a whole lot of other traffic there. You know, most of the the farm folks and the industry people that we're used to making connections with in that show, they're not there on Tuesday because there's yeah. so many FFA yeah. kids there, and so it's just you know hide your pins because. So <laughs> so I don't know if you two know this story. Some folks in the office do. Last week, um, last week I I got a card in the mail and it was a there was a there was a thank you card and I. And, and really and truly, I got it. It was from Wisconsin. I, I really couldn't the, – the name on it was, was, a, was an odd name. I didn't – you know. And, and I opened it up, and it was a thank you card from a foreign exchange student who was with one of the Wisconsin FFAs. And the, these kids were going around, and they were um, – they would have to fill out sheets about things. They would have to yeah. fill out, you know, questionnaires. Like a questionnaire, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely a questionnaire. Um, you know, what do you sell? What are you good at? You know, you know, who is your target audience? Just, just this. And, and so she, she was of, of Asian descent. And, um, and so as, as we're talking, it was, she wasn't, she didn't speak English very well, but I, I, she was there with a bunch of, bunch of, uh, young, young ladies. And, and we were, um, we were handing out, um, earbuds and cards and pens and stuff, but we were making kids sign up for our, for our YouTube channel. They were making them subscribe. Well, in, in the process of that, she's also trying to ask these questions. And so we, we were trying to engage these, the, these kids. Well, she she was having a hard time communicating. You know, the the what's and the where's and the wins were all kind of mixed up and, and that and I and I and I I just was trying to listen and, and so anyway, I, I opened up this this card and it's basically this this young lady, this Fornish stage student saying, Thank you for being patient with me hmm. and talking through these things and answering my questions and you know, you were the only one who, who gave who 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 would talk to us about hmm. this. And, and so cool. I, I just I you know I really thought at first I thought man who is this from what what where where did this card from and 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 then I realized you know thinking back at the beginning of that week this is this is one of the young ladies that I talked to so 
it, it made me think, I wonder how many of these kids, you know, we see at the Dairy Expo and we, and, and we don't, we, we, we almost have this negative connotation about them, but yet here, here are our future, our, our yeah, the, the future of agriculture right, right here with us and, and how, what an opportunity to just grab their attention, to, to, to make an impact on them you know, to help them understand, you know, there, there's more to agriculture than just you getting on a tractor and there, there's, there's more, more to do in agriculture yeah. than, than just, than just absolutely sit on a tractor or milk cows or raise beef or chickens or whatever. There's all of these other parts that you can still be um, very um, connected to and very important with agriculture. And yet sometimes we look at those kids and, and we go, Ah, oh, they're going to take all my pens. Yeah, and you know what? You know, like the thing I took away from it, and, and you know, there might be some of those kids that are just joined FFA to have that day off of school and they're taking pens. But the thing that I, getting outside of the booth and talking to these kids for the vlog, um, I was just really struck by how serious they are about agriculture and, and not just serious, but passionate. Yeah. Uh, very these much these so. kids that are exhibiting, exhibiting cattle. Um, and these kids that are there for the, the product judging and the milk judging and like lots of cool stuff that I didn't even know that was going how, on. How, how, how was the milk? I didn't get how to was go. The milk oh, you uh, didn't. I was not there. I was recording podcasts in the booth. But Aaron and Kyle went and they got some footage. So if you go to the World Dairy Expo's uh, Facebook page or their YouTube and check out the, uh, I think it was, you know, I can't remember what it was called. Maybe it was FFA Day or something. But he was like, yeah. Uh, there's a the the first vlog that you know they there's a there's a milk product and and there's actually yeah. I didn't know this either there's a forage judging competition oh, I didn't as know well. there was a forage judging. so just like you know we we have the forage Super Bowl that we submit our hybrids into or that farms will submit their hybrids into on you know with our with our hybrids uh, there is a forage judging for the FFA kids where they're expected to read lab results and visually score. A, a sample just like the uh, the Forge Super Bowl would. So I thought that was really, really cool. Uh, but part of, part of like I said, for part of the vlogs was we spent that day focusing on youth and FFA, and I was left with a, um, a, a strong sense of hope for the future of our industry because these kids, you know, every one of them that I talk to, they want to have a career in ag. They want to have a future in ag and in farming and in, yeah. and in, and in, in the industry. So I – just incredible attitudes, incredible uh, work ethics in a lot of these kids, and and you know kids that are soon going to be uh, in the in the ag economy and in the ag workforce. So I was that was I mean you asked me that question, bar none. That's the thing I was most looking forward to. So one of the things that's always I didn't get to be there for FFA Day this year. I am my first time in three years. I think I wasn't up there all week. Um, one in the past, one of the things that has stuck out to me is how knowledgeable they are about what happens on their farms. Yeah, you know, oh, my dad plants Master's Choice, or you know, my dad they're, really they're likes. They're definitely connected to the farm. They uh, they enjoy it. It's not like Daddy made them do chores. I mean, they they want to participate in the dairy because they want to work in dairy when they uh, when they graduate. Yeah. Um, so that, that was a fun day, and you know, like go, go back and watch that video because I, I definitely took a lot out of it, and especially, especially the cattle exhibition. Um, those kids work year round on preparing preparing for animals week. for that yeah. one week, and there's just hearing them talk about how much goes into it and how much pride they have in showing those animals, and then um, just seeing the look on their face when they when they've done. I mean, it was uh, you know uh, my favorite part of the my favorite part of the whole week. I think was. Uh, I was out filming and I was doing interviews with some of these uh, FFA kids and these guys, you know, these kids that were exhibiting cattle. 
and there was this little girl. I mean, she probably was maybe 10, 11 years old, this really little girl. And she had a smile from ear to ear and, and she walked out and I, I got choked up when I was in, I was filming it for the, for the vlog. And she, uh, she said, mommy, I did it. <laughs> oh, well, that's and cool. she had a big ribbon around her neck nice. and she won the junior exhibitor, you know, for, for that day she's the junior champion. And, uh, she was just, just, I mean, the littlest girl is so proud. Yeah, that's um, cool. So seeing these yeah. kids that just take uh, the Cadillac exhibiting and, and all of those things in FFA seriously from such a young age is is really exciting for me as someone that works in the industry. Definitely, Scott, you were um, you were on the second team this year. I was, and um, and so you know you you came back from Dairy Expo and then you hit the road again, mm-hmm. and and so we really haven't got to catch up. What was uh, what was your your greatest takeaway from Dairy Expo this year? I think this year, um, probably more than anything, was um, the amount of uh, international people that were there okay. was huge, it seemed like, even more than, than past years. And we got to engage them a lot more. Uh, we're trying to learn more and more about about the international market and what that looks like for the for the future of Masters Race. Not as much about right now, um, but what it looks like in the future. And I got to learn so much about many of the international markets are fit facing challenges that we were facing in our dairy market five, six years ago. And so it's kind of interesting to see how that's all kind of kind of taking place and you're able to kind of bring a level of uh, a value to them that's different completely without, you know, it's not, like I said, it doesn't mean sales tomorrow. So it's just really learning, learning process for, for them. Uh, that was probably my biggest takeaway along with just the, the amount of I just get reminded, not reminded, humbled. I get humbled every year at World Dairy because with running and traveling like so many of us do, you honestly begin to everybody people can become just faces. And how many were at the meeting? How many did you have at your winter? Or how many farm calls did you do today? It's all numbers. And at at World Dairy Expo, it's a reminder of that these are people, and these right. are people right. that we love working with, and this is an industry that we love working in. And you have these great, meaningful conversations with, with dairymen that are using your product and, and are, are going to use your product or have had great experience or positive things. And it's just great reminder of why we do what we do. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, would, I would agree with you. You know, th- this year, Dairy Expo for me was, um, you know, the, the kids, we, we, enga- we engaged those kids more, which I was really – um, it just was was really good, and then and then catching up with people that maybe I hadn't seen in a while, and and hearing stories of people that I had never met that they were using Master's Choice, and and, and really it's one of those things that there's a lot of times for us in R and D, you know, even though I travel a lot with sales, and even though I li- I speak with a lot of people in R and D, sometimes you 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 know you kind of like you know you 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 find a product. You you develop it, you know, okay, and then you, you push it out commercial, and you and you and you kind of forget about it because you're looking for the next for the next thing. But but what was awesome is is here were products that we had we had bred and tested and selected for um, for increased digestibility and milk production and and whatever. And here you meet a guy who's using it. It's like man. I, I love this stuff. It, it does yeah. exactly, exactly. Well, it does exactly what we said what, it's going to do. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does exactly feeling, what it's yeah. supposed to do. Yep. And you're just like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not, you know, I mean, it's it, it's not just a product it's not that just we just the marketing it's concept. Not, yeah. It's not just. A, it's yeah. it's not. It, you know, I mean, and, and it's not, and and you know, and and it it makes you want to do do more. It makes you want to go find find the next thing, 
so that you can you can help that guy because you know a lot of times it just it just becomes the process especially for for an r&d guy it becomes about the process and, and even from from mine and, and probably scott's perspective too when you get when you spend so much time in this office and you're talking about selling product and selling product you know you you make the materials and you you, you substantiate the claims and then but there's something different and it becomes so much more real when you see somebody that it's changed the way that they farm or it's yeah. changed the way that they're able to provide for their family because you know the success that our product has had on their farm i mean it's like like you the word you use humbling i mean uh to see what we're doing is not just for marketing or for sales it has real world implications to people and can actually you know impact people's lives i mean it's just it's incredible yeah, it is it is incredible well you know speaking of success um we had the ford super bowl this year mm-hmm. and um if i remember the numbers correctly i could probably look them up on my phone but there were there were almost 400, yeah, like um, 390 something, 390 yeah. something um, samples submitted for the standard corn silage division. It's what's the division that we that, that we get to enter in and, and what have you. We had 24 or so of those samples. 24 exactly. 20, 24 uh, samples that were submitted there of the as, almost 400 uh, of the almost 400 master choice, and we had um, the uh, grand champion standard corn silage this year. Uh, it was our MC4050. It was 90-day hybrid. And the cool thing about it was it was an organic hybrid. It, w- it was organically grown, organically produced. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was an organic hybrid that um, that actually was the uh, grand champion of the standard corn silage division. So, uh, again, I mean, that's just that's just compiled success upon success there um, that, uh, that I think sometimes we, we – we, I'll just say it. We've won so much there sometimes <laughs> that, that it's almost that we're expected, yeah, and yeah. and and it gets and and it, and it gets kind of, um, it, well, yeah. It feels it feels better this year. It, it feels there good. were a lot more samples submitted yeah. this year than any year that I have ever. It was been the around. most ever I think in world. Yeah, I mean, theory, probably history, not even close. Sure they said yeah, like drastically more. Yeah. So for us to submit probably the less same than, amount of samples or less maybe even than we have historically against a larger. A, a drastically larger field yeah and still come out on top and have two in the top 10 yeah i mean yeah. that's yeah we had the we had the grand champion and then we had uh, and then we had number 10 yep yep and so. the, i like the uh it was really fun because whenever people would come up and ask us you know hey here you guys you know i heard you won again or you guys won this year and well, what hybrid one? And you'd say the hybrid, and they're like, oh, you know, it'd be a, a, a traded guy. He'd say, yeah, you know, I played in 4058. And he'd be like, actually, it was the organic version. And their eyes would get about what? this big, like, what? You know, yeah. Like, I yeah. Can't hey, be. could you show everybody on the radio again how big those eyes got? <laughs> hey, there's a camera right there. <laughs> there okay. you go, YouTube. So. <laughs> but uh, the, no, you're uh, right. the uh, it's just cool that it was a hybrid that does have all that flexibility as far as usage. Definitely. Um, so it was pretty fun. In, in fact, so, so the genetics behind. In fact, we had we had an organic forty fifty hybrid down in. Um, so this one was grown up around Green Bay. The one that won was grown up in that area. We actually had a forty. We actually had an organic forty fifty down in the Panhandle of Texas this year, and mm-hmm. um, and so and survived and, and and did and did and did fairly well, yep. uh, even even down there. So you talk about versatility of a hybrid. Uh, pretty exciting there. So yeah, so so here you know here we are again. We're we're sitting here off of off of the you know the grand champion standard corn silage. Uh, we had great milk per ton averages through throughout all of our our hybrids there, and so um, you know it, it to me Dairy Expo this year was um, I 
not that it hasn't been fun in the past, but it was a lot of fun this year for me. It, it was a lot of fun. It, it, it definitely felt different, and, you know, especially from my perspective, like having a different role there. But it definitely felt like we were more ingrained in the fabric of the show. It was. It felt like we were a little more than just a commercial exhibitor that yeah. you know occupies a twenty by twenty end cap down by the concession stand. You know, I mean, uh, it definitely felt more like we were a part of the community of the show uh, in lots of different ways. Um, you know, so I, I thought that that was. I I, I too felt a different um, a different vibe if you will throughout the show this year did it uh did it feel the same for the b team scott the i don't know you'll need to ask them the junior varsity <laughs> team that comes in the second part yeah. of the week i i don't know i was uh, the leader of that team but uh okay yes it, it was it was different okay <laughs> even as the b team it was uh it, it was definitely a different one for me i mean i sat up in the uh, international lounge for one day um just for you know kind of see what that was like and it was so i didn't get to be a part as much of the normal activity as what i would have been in the past so i can't necessarily draw a direct now can you speak to the to the um perks of the international lounge because i i I heard a rumor that you stayed up there because there were there was a donut cart and there was like a chocolate milk delivery system there was uh, a buffet maybe even as my friend ollie nor says i don't recall (laughs) (laughs) i got nothing yeah, I will admit hey, when to you're nothing. the sales manager, you get those perks. You get those you, perks, you, I hey, guess, yeah. You sit in the international lounge. So, so speaking of the of the sales manager, you know that that second team this year, we we had some we had some new faces on that. We did on that second team. How, yeah. how did you, you know? We we have affectionately called them many things around here. Yeah, uh, we will we will just some are not meant for radio. Yeah, yeah some are not meant for <laughs> some are not meant at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> and um, but but our um, you know our our new sales reps uh who are kind of scattered south dakota um do we have any we don't have any michigan Minnesota, michigan yep. um wisconsin um yep where that? else is that it yep. is that yeah so so there was six or seven of those guys yeah so we had a. so there was an interesting dynamic to that this year because you have okay for one thing you have people that we just hired within the past two months okay that you're sticking in a booth that are going to have conversations about products that they're just now learning about and so there's a little bit of a as a control freak aspect that's a little bit scary for me you know and for the other people gonna represent us right how are they going to come across and represent us and all this stuff the second aspect is how the distributors would view that you know so you know master choice so so our distributors so our distributors that we have that we have typically worked through right in 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 those territories right to to, uh to sell seed right how would they view that there's direct employees in our master's choice booth and really a hundred percent i and i'll I'll give a kudos for i'll start with the distributor side they were nothing but in support of it you know they understand our need and desire for that they understand that they that the two things can coexist and so there was nothing but support. We even got got to send them out and let them go see their booths and see what was going on in their booths. And so there's been a great working relationship still there. So we're really excited about where that's going to go. But secondly, our our new people killed it. I mean, they just did a great wait, job. Wait. Good killed it. Good, good killed, killed it. Good yeah. killed it. I just like, killed it. What they killed Master's Choice? <laughs> like no, like like he killed it, bro. <laughs> like, like he killed it, <laughs> yeah. killed it bro. They uh, that you can tell that it's they are ingrained oh. in the <laughs> millennials. <laughs> They are ingrained in the environment with us as a staff. They are um, really excited about the product. You can tell they know the product. They've been studying the product. You know, they're still learning specifics on hybrids. But as far as the overall concept of what we're trying to accomplish, they've got it down. And so 
you know, we do we do a fun thing. Um, and most people who have walked by the booth probably, if you're wearing a hat of another seed company, you've probably picked up on this. We do a hat game, you know, and it's fun. It's not it's not a secret, right? This is we're trying to get your hat off your head to take your master's choice hat, and that's a fun Only competition. If you're no, no, a hold a we're trading hats. Trading hats. We're, we're, we're trading not hats. stealing we're not your just hat. Like, we're just like we're giving you a hat. hat off their head. Well, uh, you should have seen if Emily. I can get you I don't to know. give me your hat. No, so I'll sure. give one out of out of yes. my yeah. out of my inventory. Yeah. So um, we do that as a fun thing, but it actually does have a purpose, and the purpose being that we want to interact with people and engage with people, and it was it started stirred up a lot of fun conversations. And, and it so, makes for some pretty cool decorations in the marketing. Yeah, office. I feel a vlog coming on with that <laughs> next year, possibly. So yeah, we'll see. Um, they did a great job. I'm just so thrilled with with where they're going. So and I think it's going to turn into some positive sales for them for sure. Good deal. Good deal. So as we uh, as we wrap this up, Andrew, any any last words from you? Uh, if you are listening to this podcast and you live within driving distance of Madison, Wisconsin, and you've never been to World Dairy Expo. What are you waiting on? Uh, I mean, just so much fun as an exhibitor, but I mean, from an attendee standpoint, there's so much going on. There's so much cool stuff to see. Uh, there's so many pins to steal. Um, maybe not. Yeah, no, there's pins. To lots steal. of pins. There's to steal. lots of pins yeah. to steal. <laughs> like I've got five kids that go to school. <laughs> You're like I'm leaving like, with handfuls. Like of I'm pins. like, can I get some pins? You know, <laughs> I mean, I've got, I gotta supply these childrens. <laughs> yep. Um, but lots of great food. I mean, I mean, there's food a million different places that get food on the grounds, and it's all so world I have, class. I have, I have one gripe about the food. Oh no. I know. So so the the famous grilled cheese tent and milkshakes. Now I've I've probably been to Dairy Expo. I don't know, six, six times, times. At, at least somewhere in that neighborhood. Am, am I dreaming? Did they use? They used to do vanilla milkshakes there too, right? That's correct. Okay, this year they only had chocolate, and I was a little disappointed because I I wouldn't know because I always only ever get the chocolate. I, I'm not a chocolate. I'm not a chocolate shake guy. I believe we're gonna have to remove our sponsorship if we don't see some changes. <laughs> if we don't, if we don't actually. Mycogen if, sponsors the grilled cheese tents. I so meant of the overall terrible. world dairy experience. Oh. But anyway, I'll guarantee you this: if Master's Choice sponsored that, we Whoa, would, we we would, have, some we would have some vanilla milkshakes. <laughs> Tell you this chocolate milkshake yeah. business. Any of our Mike sales rep <laughs> no, friends not. listening to that, we could, Mark wants some vanilla shakes next year. So. <laughs> so anyway, all right. So so Scott, you any any last words about Dairy Expo? Well, I the thing that people probably don't realize and is that planning for World Dairy Expo for next year started the day we left World Dairy Expo yes. this year. Yep. Um, you know, that we're already looking at where we're going to stay. What's it look like next year? This is by far our biggest, highest investment for any show that we yep. attend. Um, and it, we're seeing dividends come from it. But we really, we want to hear, I know we want to hear feedback. Yeah. You know, what what did you like? What did you not like? What level of coverage would you like to see? And, um, and just keep, Keep comments, keep interaction coming because we, you know, we want to get better. Yeah, I think that I think that that kind of bears just a, a second here to, to before we close this out. Yeah, you know, lots of seed companies in the country, and I would guarantee you that we're the only ones that are sitting around talking about planning all year for World Dairy Expo, and it's our biggest show of the year. You know, our competitors are at lots of different trade shows, and you know, I'm sure World Dairy Expo is not the largest one that they're at. You know, I mean, they're they're probably more prominently featured in other shows. Um, but I think that the, you know, the energy at World Dairy Expo being a company that is selling to livestock producers that is very dairy centric. Uh, I think that just being 
with that community for a full week and engaging with industry contacts and with consumers that are uh, passionate about dairy, it, it fuels us. So uh, there are definitely bigger trade shows out there yeah. um, for, a, for a seed provider. Uh, but I think that just the company that we are and the people, you know, like just really appreciating that dairy community. I think that that's that kind of really hammers home Scott's point where that's our that is our most important show of the year. And we do we do we spend a year preparing for it. So. Definitely. Definitely. Hey, guys, thanks for joining me today. You guys out there listening. I uh, appreciate you all listening in. Send us some comments. Let us know. Uh, let us know kind of what you want to hear about yeah. sometimes. Uh, let us know what you think, what, what you don't like. If you don't like Scott as a guest, let me know that. We can we can arrange that. And so uh, I'll send anyway, you that email later. not going anywhere. <laughs> so I will hey, be here. You can always um, you remember that we are social. You can always find us at YouTube. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. And always, 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 you can find us at seedcorn.com. Thanks, guys. Aaron, turn it off. We out. We're done. <laughs> We're done. Turn it off. <laughs> hey, Ron. Hey, hey Ron. Him a man of constant sorrow. sorrow. <laughs> I seen trouble all my days. I don't remember the words to the song. <laughs> so go away. I, I, I got nothing. There's nothing left here. Go to sleep, you little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Riding in the corn and your daddy ain't home Gonna be nobody but the baby Go sleep little baby Thank you.